everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping Season 3, Episode 8, titled, Are You Leading or Am I? I'm leading, Mike Marbeck, uh, and today I'm joined by Kelly. Hello. Tia. Hello. And Andrew. Hello. Hello. Thank you all for being here. Uh, we are missing Whitney this evening, um, who is uh, on a trip, on, on holiday. Yeah, we are several days several days late with this uh, with this podcast uh, due to current events and uh, the need for everybody to just process things. Uh, also, just from a recording standpoint, just a lot of weird explosions happening in Philly. Uh, so, wouldn't have been uh, ideal personally, uh, technically, or any other Lee uh, to to record on our normal normal schedule. Um, is there anything anybody would like to add? I appreciate just being given the space to not have to do the podcast right away because it's been it's been a really tough past week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. Glad yeah. Yeah, our, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our shareholders were very uh very kind. <laughs> In allowing us to do that, uh, but we are here, uh, and we will continue with this uh, with this podcast. Uh, what I'd like to do is include some different links uh, for people in the episode notes uh, for places that they can donate. So I'll probably powwow with you uh, three right after this for any any thoughts on on that. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so we always start with the uh, bits of business. And uh, this time is um, no exception. So we have several, <laughs> several five-star reviews and one less than five-star review that I'm going to go through real quick from Kalisi. Uh, definitely worth a listen if you love Killing Eve. This podcast is great. I love how everyone has different opinions and points of view, but in the end, you all just love the show like the rest of us. I'm a nurse and listening to this podcast on my way to and from work always makes me feel better after a stressful day. Thanks, guys. Lots of love from Chicago. Aw. Yeah. That's Very great. Nice. Your service. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, we have, this is a little bit long, uh, Screenwalker, who says, great podcast. The Killing Eve show is terrific usually, uh, but its episodes can be a bit dense and hard to unpack sometimes. Add to that the dialogue that's difficult to decipher here and there, and I occasionally can an episode wondering if I really caught everything that was going on. I usually have to watch at night with the volume turned way down, so I know I'm missing, missing some things. Sadly, no one uh, else I know watches it, so I've been on my own trying to figure everything out. Not anymore. I like the format of this podcast. The conversation, conversational tone makes it feel almost like you're sitting around hashing it out uh, each episode of Killing Eve with a group of friends. I've only been listening to the podcast for a few weeks, which is too bad. I wish I'd known about it sooner. Uh, thanks for the great discussions. Um, oh. I'll I'll take full blame for that. I'm sorry you didn't know about it sooner. Why not? I accept <laughs> I accept full responsibility. Uh, we have Finally. a four star four star review from Megs ten seventeen, <clears throat> who says it's like Chekhov's gun, but with ladies, which I believe is a quote from one of our one of our episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so found this podcast during quarantine and now look forward to it each week. I don't have a ton of people in my circle who watch Killing Eve. I know, need friends with better taste. Uh, so listening to these folks talk about each episode feels like sitting around and discussing the show with friends. I love the humor and the off-the-wall locks. 
It's not an in-depth examination of the tiny details and theories, but it's still a ton of fun. Looking forward to watching season three finale and then hearing the eavesdropping thoughts. Cool. She gets us. Great. Yeah. (laughs) From five stars from J.S. Hardy, who says, loves to eat, loves, love to eavesdrop. There it is. Third time's a charm. Uh, (laughs) Nailed it. Yep. It's not fair that this show only has single-digit number of episodes, but this podcast helps lengthen it, uh, lengthen the fun that... Um, let me try this from the top. It's <laughs> more for safety. Are you making this up, Mike? <laughs> no. Uh, love to eavesdrop. It's not fair that the show only has single-digit number of episodes, but this podcast helps lengthen the fun the show brings. The but, podcast is like sitting around with your friends talking about a show. We get that a lot. We get that. We get that sentiment a lot. Uh, well, I think it's um, uh, it's uh, mostly true. <laughs> cool. Uh, we have two stars. Uh, like I said, hey. we are a we're an equal opportunity uh, reader of reviews here. <laughs> uh, so we have two stars from Cinema Forever Seven, who says mixed bag. I like the main host of the show and especially enjoy his impersonations of Carolyn Martin's. I don't think All we right. need to, I don't think we, All right. there's our two stars right there. Um, <laughs> that's what, that's, I saved this review. Um, I'm not a big fan of the others in the show whose take on things is often flat out childish and not in a good way. The eye-rollingly long run times also seem overly self-indulgent. I really wanted to like the show, but felt let down by some of the dismissive judgmental comments of the hosts, of whom there also seem to be too many. Uh, it's not a complete disaster <laughs> and has made me LOL several times. Just not my favorite Killing Eve podcast. Well, as Carolyn Martins would say. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Um, Cinema Forever 7. All right. It and we- kind of, the review does get better. <laughs> yes, the more you read it. Yeah, much like our podcasts. Yeah, I think so. All right. Most of the time. So we do have a late entry into this from Kelso Nell, uh, five stars. Uh, Caught up just in time. Really enjoying the show. I had recently binged the whole series for the first time and wanted to catch up on your podcast because I enjoy it so much after finishing an episode. It's great to sit back, spark up, and play your podcast, especially after a really good ep and hear everyone's thoughts and predictions. I look forward to a season four and to hear more from you all. It's been a fun ride. Cheers. Aw. Yeah. Do you Cheers. sell edibles, reviewer? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if you do, so. Yeah. Email <laughs> eavesdropping at watercooler.com. All right. So those are the reviews that are entered into our contest, which uh, will receive the prize of which is a is a shirt, which we'll, we will announce on... Uh, our season two, or what is this, three, season three look back episode, which we're going to record on the 15th, provided the world doesn't fall further into disarray. Um, <laughs> so assuming, uh, I guess, at least the status quo, which hopefully not, hopefully things improve, we'll be recording on the 15th of June and we will announce the winner. Why not right now? Because after this episode and the shit we're about to take... <laughs> I'm not sure if anybody will want to. All right. Uh, so let's start with first impressions. Kelly. Oh, hello. Um, hmm. 
overall, my feeling is the same as like most of the season, which is like a little underwhelming, um, slightly disappointed, unnecessarily convoluted. Um, and Geraldine, it was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, yeah. Let's get the Geraldine stuff out early. Yeah. I guess, I guess <laughs> my, my biggest qualm is the show oh, you got felt qualms? like, I got qualms. You got qualms? I got qualms. Okay. Um, What's your qualms? The show just felt so safe. Like I, no one who I, I feel like pe- people needed to die. Yeah. We needed, we kind of needed a red wedding this season. Yeah. Um, well, maybe not quite red wedding, but we needed to like kill some people. Yeah. Um, and that, that didn't, that, that never happened. We like never got that satisfaction. I didn't get that from Kenny, you know? Uh, yeah. So yeah, just overall a little underwhelming. Yeah. Yep. 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 Tia. Um, <clears throat> I am going to try to not be judgmental or childish after that review just kidding i will always be myself but bless you um so <laughs> wow i was that's so, the lesson I, like i bought it you know be yourself and the people who love and appreciate you will track them which rocks with me so um this finale i agree with kelly it was underwhelming i will say it was beautifully shot mm-hmm. um there were moments where i was just like wow this is just beautiful um the composition and all that kind of stuff and the colors were great um it really felt like this was like carolyn's journey organically but then bill and l's journey really forced like my fan i mean i guess this is more talk about like the whole season um but it just felt like you know when there's like a celebrity like when they start off they're really casual and reserved but when they get popular they do weird stuff but they're like it's cool you guys like my music and i'm popular now i can wear cookie dough as pants and you're like oh yeah cool that's what i felt season three was and the finale it's like okay well you know we love you and you're popular you're doing some stuff we don't agree with but we love eve we love villanelle so eh. um i don't it didn't feel like killing eve some of the yeah. scenes, it felt like I was watching something from Shonda Rhimes with some of the dialogue, all the monster stuff. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm passing the torch. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, I have a follow-up question. Uh, was there somebody that wore cookie dough as pants? <laughs> Me right now. <laughs> You're not famous. Um, yeah, the one and only Andrew Whitehead. <laughs> Man, I just... So there wasn't? <laughs> I'm hoping I, I really feel like this is a good setup for season four. I'm very ex- I will say this. I'm so excited about season four. The finale. Um well yeah, we'll talk through each scene. I think I just need to talk through each scene. Yeah. Okay. Andrew. Um I want to start by apologizing to Tia. Uh because <laughs> I feel like I've defended Geraldine, hoping <laughs> that she would oh, come God. to some magnificent fruition which just never never happened this season and maybe she comes back next season as an assassin oh god help us <laughs> all. but uh it's not looking good and uh i think the season could have gone on better without her yeah including this episode this episode was beautiful cinematically but story-wise kind of yeah yeah Okay. Uh, well, 
Andrew has already uh, said, well, Andrew already gave the gift, so uh, I'd like to just sign the card as well, uh, make that from both of us. Um, the, the gift of Geraldine being useless. Uh, yeah, because shit, Andrew, if you've got to apologize, my God, um, I have to like <laughs> cut off a, a, a finger um, as, uh, as penance, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I, as far as this, I'm going to try to limit thoughts to this episode because we are going to do a season three retrospective in a couple weeks. Um, but, and I usually try to be the devil's advocate of the podcast, which is how I got into those Geraldine shoes to begin with. Um, <laughs> oh, don't blame it on your devil's advocacy <laughs> tendencies. Uh, but it stunk. <laughs> it did. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that Kelly pointed out some of the the good things about the um, the episode, very, uh, a lot of the, the tech stuff, uh, and how things were, were, were shot, uh, and Oh, that was Tia. Oh, Tia. Uh, and the, um, uh, the, 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 uh, what is it? The acting. That's the word. Um, <laughs> the performances were fantastic, but. Yeah. I was very underwhelmed with this as a season finale. And we kind of set ourselves up to be forgiving i felt like to be very forgiving like they're they're gonna have to do a lot of a whole lot of shit to really make us um to reach certain certain uh goal posts in terms of what acceptable is and i don't think that it did that uh and i also feel like this episode was a perfect um what is it called uh microcosm of Hmm. this entire season Sure. Uh, the way that everything well, the the scatteredness of the stories, the uselessness of different threads, uh, the almost laziness with which certain things were furthered or thrown out. Um, if this show did not have the cast that it does, I would not be excited for another season of this. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded definitely. Uh, we recorded the show, uh, we podcasted a show called um, uh, The Strain a few years back. And The Strain started off within like the first three episodes. We were so excited about this. Uh, and after those three episodes, it turned into a, a, a hate podcast. Uh, <laughs> and that's what I never want this show to be because we are, and are, are the fans of the show pointed out to us. Like we are fans of this show. We really do enjoy it. When things suck, we're going to point it out. Uh, when things are great, we absolutely have fun with it. Um, but this episode sucked. <laughs> it did. And I, I say that as uh, somebody who uh, is, always looking for the, the, the good in, in any show that I spend the time and effort and money podcasting. Um, I'm not in the business of uh, just shitting on other people's, people's work, but it's this kind of stunk. That's my first impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, r- really, really quick. Can I just say, um, Mike, I accept the card that you signed. And <laughs> Thank you. Andrew, it was my idea. I accept the, it's like, yeah. And the card attached would say that Geraldine was a waste of time. Um, so. 
<laughs> no, um, I think an example of kind of a critique with love um, and just how we feel about the show, one thing is like, there was no kiss in the finale, you know? And it's something where it's like, oh, like we, we can critique that and be like, hey, what's up with that? Maybe if Villanelle was a man, they would have had sex by now. Like, I think it's fair to talk about that. But we, we say those things because it's like, we love the show. We love these characters. We want it to build and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's not like, oh, this is so stupid. It's like, why? It's so amazing. Why didn't they include this? Yeah. It felt like, it felt like a season of foreplay. And then the finale was more foreplay. <laughs> like there, there was never any sort of like release or sense of satisfaction at all. And even the one time that like Villanelle and Eve do share that moment of intimacy, it was immediately met with like violence and aggression. And then they parted ways like yeah. nothing built on itself. I don't know. It was like, it was just so underwhelming. I'm just going to keep saying it. Yeah. Uh, I also want to recognize that this is the first time that we've taken so long to record the, pro- the, the podcast. Uh, so I'm sure that there has been some marinating of thoughts, <laughs> some yeah. fermentation that has sure. taken, taken sure. place. Um, sure. In my experience, that's usually been more forgiving, though. Uh, when I think when I think back to Game of Thrones season eight, um, I went back and rewatched that. We recorded the SRMEs, uh, and I was more. I looked back on it a little more fondly. It still stunk, still terrible, um, but less terrible than I than I remembered. Um, yeah. And with this, though, have you know several days removed from from everything and all of the shit that has been happening in Philadelphia and across the, uh, the nation and the globe for that matter. Um, my mind has been on those things. So coming back to this, there's been no real separation between my initial thoughts and what we're discussing right now. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back and watch season three before we record our full season look back uh, and maybe my opinion of things or y'all's opinion of things will uh, change for the better or worse before, you know, we record that. Um, I don't know, but let's move on (laughs) and continue. uh, Rather than taking one big dump, we'll take a bunch of uh, scene, scene size dumps <laughs> as pants. we as we go through. Yeah, um, little rabbit I, poops. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. uh, <laughs> and I do want to stress that. Let's make sure that we do uh, find the good. Um, oh, to, yeah. You know, find find those moments that we that we do enjoy and spend time in those, and not be overpowered by the smell of everything <laughs> else we're discussing. Um, all right, so. We begin. Uh, so Carolyn and Villanelle are at the Royal Albert Hall in London. Uh, London. London. And Villanelle is there and she asks what the canteen at MI6 looks like uh, because she is looking to get out of the, the whole 12 business and into the MI6 business. Uh, so I guess what we had been unsure, or not unsure, I think we had all doubted that Carolyn actually like said last time was true. Um, I offered her a job. 
and mm-hmm. she turned it down. Uh, well, that turns out to be true, I guess. Uh, so that uh, she's like coming in after the fact and it's like, hey, remember that job you were going to give me? Uh, yeah, it's, I'd like to like to take you up on that. Uh, and that happens in so many different different shows. Like, of course, that's not going to happen. Doesn't she watch movies? Doesn't she watch TV? That offers off the table. Um, you're also a you're you're an, you're an assassin. It's not going to happen. So you think she's going to get an office job? Um, what is what is she going to going to be going to be doing? Carolyn dismisses it a little bit um, and says uh, that if you can't, well, she doesn't dismiss it a little bit. She dismisses it fully uh, and says if you can't do the one thing you're trained to do or you won't do that one thing what good are you why do i why do i need (laughs) yeah well carolyn's got all the power now uh so she can absolutely be that way um yeah uh so carolyn knows about helen and carolyn asks helen 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 and Carolyn asks who killed Mo, who killed Kenny. And she's like, oh, well, that's a rather poor start to a job interview. And I don't know what it is you're offering. She says to her, she's like, oh, I've got a lot to offer. Okay, well, what? What do you got to offer? What can you do for me? You're trained to do one thing. Can't do that. What the hell are you, sorry? Get out of my face. Um, so if Villanelle has retired, what's left is the, the gist of, of Carolyn's deal there. Yeah, Villanelle's not just, I don't know. I, I found it kind of discouraging. I was like, oh, like she's actually trying to change and she doesn't want to, she talked about all the cool spy stuff she can do. Um, I wish she would have just made something up. Like, you know, she wants a job. And as soon as Carolyn's like, well, who killed Mo? She's like, I don't know. Who killed Kenny? What? <laughs> like, yeah. What do you do after that? So, yeah. uh, um, well, I can, I can, uh, I can type uh, 91 words a minute. Uh, I, I, I've experience with Excel. <laughs> um, she just starts going through her, uh, special skills. I took an improv class. You know. Great multitasker. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Detail oriented. Uh, CPR certified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She can kill people and then bring them oh, back. Man. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. It was like, oh, like girlfriend trying to redeem herself. And you know, so that no was, having, uh, yeah, no one's having it. <laughs> Yeah, Carolyn doesn't want any of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but don't you? Want to, I'm on an I'm on a redemption arc here. Mm-hmm. There can't be an arc if I if there isn't a first step. Come on, Carolyn, uh, take that first step. Let me have an arc. Other it thoughts? was like a frustrating conversation. It was like I don't know. I can't help but think to my improv background <laughs> and think like, oh, wow, we have a kind of a con- conflicting ideologies here and wow this scene is kind of going nowhere like we left that scene with what information that Villanelle will definitely not be working for Carolyn yeah, yeah. I guess so like she's but even ca- like oh go ahead Gia. I was just gonna say like she's on her own she can't jump from like one organization to the other which is weird because that's all season two was was kind of right you know, she was in one place and then all of a sudden she's you know working with them to get Aaron Peel so I, I think it kind of leaves us like, oh, wow, what is she going to do now? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm going to try to look for the positive in every scene. And <laughs> the Please, positive. Uh, yeah. First of all, Kelly, let us know each time you're going to look for the positive and then do it in a really dismissive tone. Uh, I guess I'll tell you all what I liked about the scene. And it was those lapels on Villanelle's trench coat. Oh it wasn't my even gosh. a trench coat. Mm-hmm. That coat like went down to her ankle. It was like a long coat. And her lapel, I think, was like the whole length of the coat. And it was like, looked like a boa. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Boa. Um, might have been, I mean, just let's just say that might be my winner of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the lapel. That lapel. I'm yeah. sorry. A premature win. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, yeah, Andrew? I think I would have liked this scene if we if it didn't feel so much like an instant payoff from the previous episode because it's so much just like oh Carolyn told Eve that she offered Villanelle a job and here is Villanelle asking for that job. I liked yeah. it. I would have, but I would have liked it more if it was a surprise. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't need that in that last episode, that could have been a very simple, we could have still had the same exact scene just with a small dialogue tweak. And I think kind of going back to what I shared in a very jumbled way earlier is it's interesting that the finale started with Villanelle meeting Carolyn. Cause I really think so much of season three was like Carolyn Villanelle and um, for Villanelle to be in this place where she's like, you know, we're seeing like her say, I want to change. I don't want to kill anymore. Coming to Carolyn, who's like, sister, I got zero fucks left. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm just trying to find out who killed my son. Um, <laughs> it's, um, I feel like they just gave us the most meaty moment. So I, I'm looking at, at the scene, even though it's like, okay, what did we learn here? It's kind of, I felt like it revealed like, okay, th- this is kind of what season three was about was really we thought it was going to be more about Villanelle and Eve, but it's actually a lot more about like Carolyn and Villanelle. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just my take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the filming of the scene uh, was good. Where Albert so Hall nice. is a beautiful, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Historic yeah. even. Everything's mm-hmm. historic in London, I guess. Historic <laughs> even. Um, <laughs> Constantine is at the hospital. He's getting checked on. He's not liking it. He's ripping things out and heads out. Um, and he goes to say goodbye to Dasha, uh, who complains about haggis. Uh, and and she says, it's, it's dangerous to discharge yourself. Um, and he says, well, there's more danger in staying. Uh, asks if she goes, if she is going to, if he is going to find Villanelle. Um, she tried to kill me, as Dasha talking. Um, and they're just kind of get, they're kind of going at it over the handling of Villanelle and bringing her up through the, uh, through the system um, that he's been made soft by the West uh, and he's kind of passed that on to her. She was always tough because he didn't, she didn't think that she was, was good enough. So they're just kind of um, at each other's throats there. Um, and <laughs> she says uh, that he's turning her, turning her into a loser, just like you. Um, and, he starts to leave and she's like, no, don't go. <laughs> and she says that, um, I, I wish my son was here. And he's like, forget your son. Forget Mother Russia. You're going to die here in this room alone. Um, and then she kind of does, I guess. 
Yeah. And that's the, that's the, that's that scene. It was a missed opportunity for a prank when she was, when she reached out for his hand, like, don't go. I was so waiting for her to like break his finger or do <laughs> yeah. something silly. I was she like, had, oh no, she's just, just reaching for that hand. She Jeez, has okay. one of those uh, joy buzzers on her. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hey, hey, hey. no, don't go. Grab the hand. <laughs> oh, everybody's always scaring me. <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Slipped out of Constantine real fast on that one. Uh, And they better bring the sun into season four as much as like, that's way too many times to mention your child. (laughs) Yeah. Check off sun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think this was an overall, it was a, it was a fun scene. Um, Dialogue. Dialogue throughout this season has been weird. Um. It's almost as if the people that wrote for Carolyn or the person that wrote for Carolyn was taking that character voice and just sprinkling it in through other characters throughout the, uh, throughout each episode. Um, nobody just, nobody, nobody's with me on that one, huh? <laughs> That's I'm trying to think of it. Uh, yeah, you're on your own, Mike. Uh... <laughs> oh, just about the, the haggis uh, in that particular, particular scene. Um, seems something that Carolyn would say. I don't know. Yeah, it does. I I also think that it's very weird for a hospital in general to serve haggis. I'm not Scotland. Yeah. But yeah. it just seems like a weird, not like a helpful thing, but I guess pudding isn't either. So <laughs> I'm not familiar with haggis. What exactly is haggis? It's cabbage that you put into uh, the lining of a sheep's stomach and then bury it. (laughs) And it comes back to life? (laughs) Yeah. It comes back to life and then you kill it again uh, with a shot through the head and then you eat it. It's like a monkey's paw situation. Um, (laughs) Yikes. That sounds disgusting. I only really know haggis from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Sure. Say no more. <laughs> sure. Move on, Mike. Enough with the haggis. Heard here. Um, William, yeah, movie at head. All right. It's just like the most, it's just like the classic food to make fun of like Scotland for. Yeah. Um, I've never had it. I'd try it. Like my whole thing is like, could it be that bad? But I guess the whole buried in the ground part is like, oh yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you have to do like do to haggis, it seems like what you do to remains to get rid of ghosts. <laughs> you have to uh, salt, and, salt and burn the haggis, bury it. Yeah. All right. Uh so we'll move on. Uh Villanelle and Eve. Um and they're just like, Hey, hi, how are you? <laughs> hey, hi, good. You hi, hey. Um she said uh, she did her first kill ever in uh, in this country at this place where they were meeting. What was this place? It looked like a dance, like a it's a ballroom. Yeah, ballroom. It's that, oh yeah, that. very. That's right. I didn't write down, and because it's been several days and a <laughs> lot going on, I had no memory of where this actually took place. Um, but now, now I remember it took place in the Overlook Hotel. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember now. Um, there wasn't a title card. We needed a title card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, one time. She said that she did her first, I did my first ever kill in this country at this joint. Um, strangled a high-ranking police officer who was also a tango dancer. Uh, Eve mentions what Dasha did to Nico. Hey, remember Nico? Um, Villeneuve uh, is just kind of thinking about the past, uh, watching the people dance kind of free of worry. Says she wants to feel like that too. And this guy comes by and is like, hey, get up and dance. Get up and dance. Uh, And they do. And then they have that title of the episode because they're struggling. Are you leading or am I? Uh, And then David Caruso puts on his sunglasses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to be like that? Um, not anymore. Um, Villanelle says, um, "I've killed so many people." Eve, I know. It's a nice scene. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't know how much we we get from it. Well, I mean, it, what's really interesting about it for me is I felt like more Oksana was in the scene and really throughout the episode than Villanelle. Like she was reflecting and thinking about, you know, what would, who would I be today if I never made that kill? And, um, and then also I I think this was the part where I'm going to try to be careful with my words, but uh, just, you know, we've been waiting for Villanelle and Eve to be in a scene together. And essentially it's almost like they're going on a first date, (laughs) Finally, it felt it felt very like first yeah. date-y, uh, even though they had have this history. And so mm-hmm. to go from first date to jumping to, oh, what's it going to look like if we grow old together? We could <laughs> consume each other. Oh, that would be nice. So it just felt like a lot of um, intimacy and moments that it would have been nice to see spread out throughout this season. But it just mm-hmm. all happened all of a sudden um, because they were they said some really in-depth things. Um, yeah. So, and again, where's my kiss? <laughs> it was just like, come on. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's really well said. Like, the, the magic of the show is the two of them together. Like, they have incredible chemistry. Um, and we got barely any of that. Yeah. And the, I guess the writers don't seem to know how to recreate their dynamic if they're not like chasing each other. Um, but I, I love seeing them together. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I totally agree with Tia. Like it would have been nice to have had those moments to kind of help ground a show that didn't feel like it did, you know, a season or two ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also within this scene, because um, they're dancing and then Villanelle sees Rian show up. Uh, mm-hmm. And Villanelle sends Eve away with Constantine's information to get whatever money he's got, whatever's going on there. Uh, and uh, she comes in. She's like, "Oi, Ellen wants to see you." <laughs> um, and <laughs> so they go. No, Mike. It was more like this. <laughs> Oi, Oi. Ellen <laughs> wants to see you. They wants <laughs> Ellen wants you up on the deck, yo. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch uh, of uh, i don't know cockney pirates <laughs> yeah uh so they go up uh off on their own to to discuss and villanelle's like so talk me through this outfit 
<laughs> Talk me through your outfit here. Um, and she says that she was uh, trained to be comfortable, dressing clothes that she can move around in. Uh, and uh, Vilna says, comfortable is what you make a, uh, a person with a terminal illness. Um, and she, says, she also says, I was trained to look devastating, obviously. Um, so, and she's doing things like to annoy Rian. She's jumping up and down. She's talking about tickling her. Um, and Rian finally snaps and she puts her up against the wall and threatens her. Uh, and then they fight a bit. Uh, no, and, and, Villanelle and, fights and, a bit. Yes. Yeah, uh, they don't fight. Villanelle beats the shit <laughs> yeah. out of her. Yeah. Whoops her ass big time. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're really, it, it wasn't a fight, um, which was another point of disappointment for me. Uh, right. The fact mm-hmm. that she was so silent, and, and that's us putting some expectations on this character but she she looked like a badass we assumed that there was some yeah you gotta be yeah gotta be some level of badass um and we had yeah (laughs) yeah she was wearing all black i mean come on um so to see her so handily whooped by villanelle who was at this point we would i would say not at her best maybe operating at about and this is generous 70% 70% of what she, what she was before, um, emotionally, mentally, uh, maybe even physically at this point. Uh, so for her to, on one end, be so overpowering to Rian, and on the other end, Rian be so, like, a wimp, like, so wimpy about things. Like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then backing Not up. Earned. Yeah, backing up like they purport Kenny to be backing up. Uh, oh, don't even the, get me started the roof, with that. Yeah. Um, was just, it was lame. Yeah. So lame. It and was a lame, lame fight. So Rianne actually lost me back at the ballroom when Villanelle, which was so funny, by the way. I mean, I feel like there's there's a lot more from the ballroom scene, but when uh, she's like, you know, oh, if you wanted to ask me to dance, you know, why didn't you ask me to dance? And Rian looks scared at that point. Uh, and then <laughs> when uh, Villanelle's like, okay. Anyway, that was really cute. But um, yeah, so I, as soon as I saw that she was just scared on the dance floor, I was like, that's weird. Like you're supposed to be a badass assassin. And then I'm just gonna say, it should just be a general rule. If you're ticklish, that should disqualify you from being an assassin. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she yeah. was dead. I know that face. Yeah, that's <laughs> that sounds like a villain in an Austin Powers. Um, right. Oh, we just have to tickle him. That's all we got to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She lost it after that. Like she lost her composure, and then Villanelle was like, "Okay, I have to kill you now." Talking about some come quietly, little sheep. Ooh, I knew she was dead after that. Yeah. Dude, she yeah. died hard. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I, maybe it was, maybe she's new to newer to this. Um, may, we don't really have a lot of information about Rian. Uh, maybe she's newer to this. Maybe she's a little starstruck uh, from <laughs> by Villanelle, uh, and uh, she met her met her hero and was a little just you know Chris Farley about the whole thing. Hey, remember when you killed a woman? Remember in, in when Spain with the with the spices? That was kind of like a callback to. One of Dasha's. That was cool. 
that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was just a little bit of a letdown, but we did get it. We did. Yeah. We did get it. We asked for it last week. They quickly edited things for us. Uh, they put it in. Uh, just wish it would have been a little bit more of a, of a fight uh, because we didn't get, maybe we'll get to see her and Helen go at it. Helen. Helen. <laughs> Go yeah. at it next next season. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was a little disappointed in the uh, <clears throat> in the fight itself. All right. Uh, so Carolyn and Geraldine are sitting next to each other on the couch. Geraldine is reading a very thought out, well rehearsed, well written apology letter, or just I don't know if it's an apology letter so much as just an, an airing of feelings. Uh, and then she finishes, and Carolyn's like. Okay, so what do I do now? Well, you read yours. So she opens up a book to a blank page and says, get the fuck out. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Goodbye. The end. Uh, so it's something. She's, that's the gist of what she says. It's something like, I think it's time that you've left. Um, and she's like, you're throwing me out. You're throwing me out, all you. And <laughs> no, Mike, it was a little more like, you're throwing me out, are you? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Uh, I know it's so good. <laughs> I'm I'm not throwing I'm not throwing anything. I'm firmly suggesting. Oh, uh, the famous Carolyn accent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one, the uh, one that kept us from one star and gave us two. Thanks, Mike. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Geraldine says it's likely Kenny just killed himself because he was just so unhappy. So maybe it's time that you accept that. And Carolyn, Carolyn basically says. Okay, well, you have it till the end of the day to clear out your desk and get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was so sure that she was a plant. And <laughs> I'm also, I, I don't know, I mean, part of me- an actual plant or <laughs> a uh, type of person plant? Because the way uh, you've talked about her, <laughs> I gotta ask. Oh, man. You know what? This is this is one of those situations, and this is also for any listener who's like, oh, you know, they're, they keep going in on Geraldine. I wanted to be wrong about Geraldine. I didn't want to, you know, experience what we experienced from this season of her, you know, and, and I'm also separating Geraldine from the amazing actress, of course. So, yeah. um, but the way she, because if you notice, she listed all the things that Carolyn participated in and what she did, and then the, you know, the last straw was her saying like, uh, Kenny probably killed himself because he didn't like living with, so it almost seemed like it, it just felt very purposeful and like there was something else going on. So I, I feel like, unfortunately, I don't think we've seen the last of Geraldine. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, something's, something's up because she, it was just so targeted and yeah. 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 Just- Go for it. Oh, thank you, Andrew Whitehead. Um, I, yeah, again, I agree with Tia. Like, I don't, like, enjoy disliking this character. And, yeah, the the actresses, I think, played her, like, really, really well. It's just, like, give us a reason as to why the fuck you're here. Yeah. Um, or, like, what purpose, ultimately, do you serve for the story? Yeah. Like, give us something. And it's like, oh, great, the finale just for season three at least, um, reinforces the fact that, okay, you were essentially useless. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes characters are added to shows kind of just to be a voice of the audience. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
uh, and in some, I don't know that that was effect. If that was the case here, I don't think that it was very effective. Um, but being a character in this show that will say things to Carolyn that the others are just not saying. Um, sure. But the audience is is thinking. Um, mm. Like it's really dangerous. I don't think you should do that. Um, Eve's not going to say that shit. Constantine's not going to say these things. Um, so having somebody in her life who is trying to rein her in a little bit. Um, oh man, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm defending her. You're doing it. Oh man. I know. Someone stop it, please. <laughs> I can't help Good it. Good Lord. I can't Andrew help it. Say something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this scene just repeated so much that we've seen. It's the same scene we just saw in literally every episode between Geraldine and Carolyn just, oh, I should be better, mom. I'm not going to be better. This is nice who I impression. am. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tim Whelan. I think she's great. I think she's a great actor. But the, she, the character is so poorly written, even if she is the voice of the audience, give her some action some actual like make us believe that she wants to be here not just like i'm gonna change my mom after 28 years of knowing her that's it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen like that and yeah carolyn should have kicked her out about four episodes ago (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised it took this long Yeah. Caught you snogging with my old lover, and then now you got to get out. (laughs) You got to get out. Fancy to snog. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like Geraldine can't exist purely to change her mom, because we all know that's kind of a lost cause. I guess if she's going to be there, give her more of. Oh, wait, is this this is looking for the positive? This is Kelly looking like, for positive. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, and it's a hypothetical. Um, give her more of a want. Give her a want that's, like, her own. Even, like, her storyline with Constantine made her look like a sad sap. Like, that, she, yeah. she's just there to be a sad sap. Yeah. Yeah. Is it sad what? sap or sad sack? Uh, oh, my gosh. It might be sack. I'm not good with sad sacks. Uh, sad sack. <laughs> it's right? sad sack. But sap is also a saying, so I wasn't going to uh, kick you off the show. So. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure I had it right yeah. if I ever use that phrase. Sad sack. Uh, it's sack, okay. And when we do the Eevees uh, in a few weeks, Thank Geraldine you. will absolutely be in the running for sad sack of the year. Wow. Mm-hmm. We even have that as a category, and I still didn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it happens. Yeah, I, I think we can move on. Um, we will have our other episodes to uh, take more shits on Geraldine. Um, and who knows? Maybe there will be more positives to be found between now and then. All yeah, right. right. <laughs> so we go to Bridgeway Bets. And Eve is following the slip that she got uh, with Constantine's info. And she heads to this window not knowing at all what to do because it's just where it is and uh some codes and she goes in to set up a set up a bet a hundred dollars on on bruce and she's like acting like these are are code words uh that she's that she's saying <laughs> um and 3850 on bruce <laughs> person's like oh oi you're taking the piss you're taking the piss this one's taking the piss hey, everybody look um she also tries to to bribe her 
um, in the worst, stupidest, like, Eve, come on, you're smoother than this. She's like, oh, what, I, I found this on, on the floor. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you take it? Uh, and that's pretty much what she said and did. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Um, which I, I, thought, I thought was like, I thought, I thought it was uh, fun for the character. I, I enjoyed it, but also, Eve, come on, you're smarter than that. Um, so I was, I was in and out of the moment mm-hmm. on, on this particular instance, but it's not worth dwelling on at all. Um, so she looks around, she sees that uh, a guy named Bruce, who's Bruce? Oh, Bruce Fletcher, he owns the place. And uh, should I t- who should I tell him is, is wants to see him? And she's like looking around and she's like, Doubtfire. Yeah. Juvenile <laughs> Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she's like, Tallulah. Tallulah Shark. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the other, I also looked at the other horse names and I wrote those down. I, for some reason, a few days ago, I thought that was funny and important. Uh, but they are, <clears throat> they are Chasing Tallulah, Shark Boat, Any Luck Bob, Springsteen's Step, Bingo Bash, and Executive Realness. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Those are some, I like Shark Boat. (laughs) I'm Executive Realness. Shark Boat. Shark Boat. Yeah. I feel like they could also also be drag queen names, I feel like. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Horse horse names are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why can't they just be normal names? Yeah. I'm not going to name a horse a phrase. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. People are, uh, what's that word? It starts with an S. Uh, Stupid. Not suspicious. <laughs> Shoot. What is it when you're paranoid? Superstitious. superstitious. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know sad sack, but I know superstitious. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. Jeez. Rain uh, as much. So are you saying that the superstition, like there's a superstition you have to name your horse uh, something dumb? Or- I think... Or, or what? Wait. <laughs> I mean, you you fill in the or. You're the or. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Yeah, I think um, that it's tied together. Like, I think because so many people who gamble and do horse races are superstitious, they probably latch on to a particular idea or moment. Like, even like Springsteen <laughs> 7 or whatever. It's like, oh, I was listening to Springsteen, you know, or Springsteen was on when I proposed to my wife. And, you know, and it was, it was, it was the 7th of March. So we're yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so anything no. to kind of increase your chances, you'll throw a phrase or a word in there to like, Tia, get some good you juju. know, so more, you know, so much about horses. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, your horse references are like, just incredible. Yeah. wait what was the thing did we talk about this with the uh oh yeah 28 days the movie with sandra bullock with the horse leg yeah yeah oh yeah oh we sure did yeah i'm not i'm not naming a horse a phrase if i were to (laughs) own a horse at some point names already picked out it's shadow facts you got it i was gonna say i was gonna throw it over to you kelly um i mean you don't need like keep it Keep yeah. it because I have it. And do you know why I would name it Shadow Facts? Lord because... of Horses. Like, just, just stop. <laughs> because Shadow Facts is a lord of all horses. <laughs> and he's been my friend for generations. <laughs> Whoa, you got the whistle down. 
Yeah. Oh, don't even right. get me started with how beautiful that scene is. Good God, yeah. the slow mo. Mm-hmm. Get out of town. Shadowfax tossing tossing their hair. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh my gosh. Right get me a poster of Shadowfax. Yeah. All right. Hanging above my bedroom. <clears throat> so she heads up to see Bruce Fletcher, and he's got a fucking. He basically lives in a bunker, but on the second floor. Um, super heavy door. I guess he's protecting all of this shit for all of these bad, uh, bad actors. And uh, he talks about wrapping ferns. Do you, oi, you own, you own a fern? You go wrap them, <laughs> otherwise they die from the cold, huh? Um, everybody is the same character throughout this show now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and uh, I thought you'd look more like a stripper, um, which, you know, Tallulah, Tallulah Shark. I don't know. Um, he's, uh, he, she hands him the, the, the betting slip with the info on it. He sent me. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. He did. Mm, uh-uh. Uh, but he did. And the Russians, these Russians sent you to get this. Yeah. But you're a nice lady. No, not very nice. And he's like, all right, fine, whatever. Like, dude, if you are unsure, make a phone call. Um, you're protecting this shit and she's like oh I'm not very nice and you're just gonna hand over these um, uh, Russian dolls to him come on it's It's like he he judges her right away like I mean obviously very limited view on women it's like oh I thought you'd be a stripper Uh, (laughs) and then sorry I can't do the cockney (laughs) no (laughs) no Tia that was it it was was like goofy she has to prove like how tough she is and it's, so everything's like balancing on that instead of yeah like the facts like okay let yeah. me just call Constantine really quick it's like mm, I'm judging you oh too feminine not a oh you're kind of a nice lady stripper okay you're a tough lady here's the code like go for it so yeah it was like a very like all of the jokes in that scene rested on the fact of like rested on his misconception of this person that he doesn't know it's like can we just move this shit along it's the finale i don't care i don't care about this dude we just met who's like clean like getting his foot cleaned and massaged like yeah. let's just keep her keep her going. Yeah. And I think that they that's also one of my issues with this season and with this episode is that they do keep it moving. Like she should not have been able to get that that easily. Um that that should have been like, okay, no, I'm gonna make a phone call. I can't get a hold of him. You can't get this. Like there there should be more barriers to to do this stuff. Uh and that's the show's fault for being really good the first season. Uh, and <laughs> right, you know, um, how dare they? Yeah, how dare you set a standard that's really <laughs> high, and really good? Just saying. Um, yeah, yeah. So they do the everything just kind of lays down from uh, Rian being super easy to just kind of kill uh, to the thing about Villanelle and the job uh, to Dasha dying on her own. Um, yeah, in the with, hospital with with injuries from you know sustained at the hands of the others, but still, um, yeah, everything was just a little too easy, and I think that's my main issue with uh, with that. That is, this is just a small example of. 
All yeah. right. So she goes in, she gets the, she gets the codes, beep, boop, beep, bop, and uh, she gets the, um, the package, which we don't know what it is just yet. <clears throat> uh, we go to the bitter pill. Carolyn arrives. Uh, she is called in. The staff is acting super weird. And they have a video for her to watch. And we get this long preamble from Bear. Are you familiar with Tangfastics? And um, this was a fun dialogue, but also kind of kind of goofy. Oh, are they extremists, hacktivists, lone wolves? Uh, and he's like, no, it's candy. <laughs> like, it's more or less what, no, it's candy. Uh, it's sweets. <laughs> it's sweets. Um, and Bear apparently set up a camera, a nanny cam kind of thing, to catch people stealing his Tangfastics. And who had their hand in the cookie jar but Kenny? So we caught Kenny. Catch, oh my uh, God, we caught yeah, Kenny. We caught Kenny. <laughs> uh, stealing the Fantastics. And then they go to the day that he uh, was killed. And we see Constantine is there with him. Uh, so the day Kenny died, the camera catches Constantine there with Kenny. So. Thoughts? Well, there you go. Uh, mystery solved, but not really. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Can I say, I also, I love that we started off this season with Bear really being passionate about who was stealing his food. And we ended the season, with, <laughs> like he got redemption finally. Like at least, <laughs> at least we saw Bear get this because people just kept stealing his food all season. Yeah. So that's a win. It may be the one loose end that was tied up in this season. <laughs> right. <laughs> finally. We can all rest well now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised they didn't find or look up this footage earlier. It just, it's, that it's, I mean, it's cam, it's a camera, camera foot. I don't know. It, it just seemed like with all the investigating and they're supposed to be reporters and looking at all this, you know, to the point yeah. where they're raided. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, by the way, here's this video we conveniently have of yeah. Kenny's last day on planet earth. I mean, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. It seems like, yeah, it seems like something you would watch immediately (laughs) yeah i mean bear does kind of say that he just wasn't thinking about it because of all of the stuff that was going on but also because they weren't disappearing which i guess also made him look at um the footage at that point like oh that's weird kenny's dead and my tank fastics are (laughs) full hmm to the cam yeah yeah (laughs) but then it's also this thing of like, wouldn't he review his Tangfastics footage daily to catch the person? Yeah. He's a I don't know. shitty security guy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm okay with it. All right. You it know, was, I mean, there are okay, so many bigger fun. issues within this, this season. Uh, I am okay with this particular one uh, and him and can accept that he lost track of spying on his candy supply while he's researching the death of a coworker. I, I, I think I can <laughs> relax, relax there, but also I'm watching a whole lot of good wife right now. And dude, you definitely should have looked at that footage much earlier. Just saying. We'll keep, uh, wait, what's that up in the, the air on your ceiling, Mike? Oh, it's your belief suspended. <laughs> All of our beliefs are constantly suspended. Yeah, they're on the ceiling because uh, if they were, if I was outside, they would just be floating up to the heavens. <laughs> but they're just stuck right yeah, at the, at the like, ceiling. Like right helium now. balloons. <laughs> yeah. All the time. 
Oh, All right. He goes alive. Suspend belief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So they show Kenny uh, getting walked but off, but with, uh, with Constantine. So we go to Eve and Constantine. She is exiting the, um, what the hell was it, Bridgeway Betts, and uh, Constantine shows up outside and tries to take them, and it's basically like a, a sad game of keep away. He's like, oh, I missed. Oh, I missed. I'm too old. For it. Come on, stop. She just um, has her hand on his forehead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. He's just swinging. <laughs> Oh, come on, miss. Put me down. Put me down. <laughs> give me give me that back. My Happy mom's going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell. Um, so Eve, uh, he opens it up, and he's like, oh, it's just Russian dolls. It's gift for my daughter. Um, you don't want it. It's nothing. Which, yeah, of course, it's nothing. He's keeping it in a fucking uh, secure locker inside a secured room well mostly secured because dude just gives the shit away um and it's an, it's nothing so she kind of um bluffs and says okay fine if you don't want it throw it out no <laughs> fine got ya it has barcode that opens up another box with money passport emergency supplies um emergency toiletries i think is like it's i don't think you need to take up the space in the box with emergency toiletries. Yeah, you just literally go to any store <laughs> yeah. and get what you need. Money and passport. All the movies, all the things that I've seen, they open up uh, a kind of stash where they kind of keep a lot of that stuff. Never is there like toothpaste and a toothbrush. <laughs> so All travel size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An extra pair of boxers on top. <laughs> yeah. You open yeah. up that can of worms and it's like, where does it end? Yeah. And then they kind of... Um, walk off together and she helps him. Oh yeah. Helps him yeah. helps him kind of kind of walk off. So that's nice. Got out of the hospital. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Oh and remember he's all like, don't touch me. I was like, yeah, Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her. <laughs> yeah. Uh so we go to the bitter pill where uh Villanelle shows up looking for Eve and she talked to me about talked me through this outfit. It it reminded me immediately of Madeline. <laughs> yeah yeah aside from it being like yellow head to toe yeah i uh, i would say it looked like a cross between madeline paddington bear yeah and handmaid's tail <laughs> yeah yeah that checks out yeah yeah she, she looked like a an award you give to handmaid's tails <laughs> <laughs> for best handmaid yeah, um, yeah. the handies oh wait that's highest <laughs> <laughs> the handies. We won't call it the hand. Hey, so we're giving awards out the for the handmaids now. It's short for hand jobs. <laughs> um, as the HR person, I have to suggest that we don't call it the handies. What's wrong with handies? What else could that possibly mean? Well, as somebody earlier just said, it's short for handies. <laughs> um, oh, I think she 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 pulled it off. I feel like Villanelle pulls sure. off most things, but I just can't help but think who, if I saw someone wear that in the street that wasn't like in Paris about to go to like a fashion show, I would be like, oh, that's, that's a very interesting choice. It's a yeah. lot of fabric for yeah. such a this person. <laughs> a ton of fabric. It was a strange shape. It kind of strange shape. And then just yellow had like a mustard maybe. 
Mustard, just all yeah. of it was mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if she was a little bit more wobbly in her standing, it, it would almost look as if she was sitting on top of somebody else's shoulders and they were just tr- <laughs> trying to sneak into a movie. <laughs> it's like, ma'am, you're old enough. You can just go. Oh, gosh. Okay, good. <laughs> it's like there's three children under there. Yeah, so she's looking at the murder board and uh, she's like, oh, that, that wasn't me, I swear. Um, and Audrey, <laughs> is it Audrey or Audra? Yeah, Audrey. Audrey yeah. comes over, which, you know, I think I said earlier in the season that she would play a part. I was wrong. Um, Audrey alerts her, uh, alerts Bear and Jamie that she's there. She's here. Her. She. She's here. Um, and what do you think she, what, what, oi, what do you think she does with all the penises? Um, I hated that, by the way. Yeah. Why'd it's like, you? why, pardon my phrasing, but you know Villanelle is an assassin. She's killed tons of people. Why do we need to insert a penis in this moment? <laughs> like, why do we have to make it about that? Yeah. And it's like, Villanelle don't care about no penises. I mean, <laughs> she did all- cut the one off, but, you know, it's not this thing where she collects. <laughs> I mean, just let the woman, like, just let her be kick-ass. And I love how Bear's just like, oh, penis. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's not like that's her signature. Yeah. Like, it's not like every dude she, or every person that she kills, she cuts off their dick. Yeah, it's not like it the wet just, bandits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly, the wet bandits. <laughs> wait, um, wait, who are the wet bandits? Is that something they from do? From Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, do they do that? No, they don't. No, they don't cut off penises <laughs> in Home Alone. <laughs> Sorry, the way you said it, it you seemed so sure. I was like, oh my gosh, there's a gang. <laughs> Come on, Marv. Yeah, I thought I thought that was dumb too. I thought that whole scene. Let's go back even farther. I wish that the bitter pill played more of a role at all. Like they seem to have just been a location for Kenny to die. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was a know. set. You're right. It was a yeah. set. And it was a place for Eve to sleep. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a place for her to sleep, and we we're introduced to these interesting characters and don't I don't feel like we utilize them but I can I imagine we'll see them more in season four but yeah like I wanted more of them in general it was yeah. like a lot of new characters that came and went like quickly yeah 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 uh so what do you think she does with all the penai uh Constantine <laughs> calls uh says he is with Eve and asks Villanelle uh to tell her to turn over the item and she doesn't she, she told she told you to had me hang on to them, didn't she? Didn't she? <clears throat> and then Villanelle approaches uh, Audrey, Bear, and Jamie. And she says to Bear, the good ones, I pickle. The bad ones, you don't want to know. This has been great, guys. <laughs> oh, oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. Uh, this has been great, guys. <laughs> when she says, the good ones, I pickle, what does that mean? The big ones, duh, Mike. She pickles them? Yeah. Oh, I, wait, were you asking what the pickling mean or what does the good mean? Are you no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into <laughs> what a good penis is and what a bad penis is. Okay. From, but you, you want to know, know about the pickling process. Yes. What's the, what's the, what is that? What's that? Wow. I'm so like, glad you asked. <laughs> um, so basically it involves. Is this your horses? <laughs> 
<laughs> I want it to be. Um, well, only because I got some beets and I'm thinking of pickling them later. So I have been looking recipes. You essentially just um, marinate things in vinegar. Mm. That's like the main thing is just like letting something sit in vinegar for a long time with like um, with spices or so like a pickle. <laughs> is um <laughs> basically a cucumber that like sits in vinegar for a long time with like mm. with different spices and herbs. Okay. So she um pickles a penis or shall we say a dickles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Would you like a dickle? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh so so scared though. Yeah, they It are. was weird to see Jamie scared, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, they, got a, he's thinking he has a good one. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she can't yeah, pickle my dickle. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then we go to Eve and Constantine. Constantine doesn't know how to drop a pin in his uh, in his phone to kind of state where he's at. Uh, and then Paul calls and Paul calls says, call Paul. "Yeah, <laughs> says I know." I know you're the one that's been stealing money from the account and says that he wants him to meet at his house in half an hour. And then we kind of do a slow zoom out to reveal that he's saying this at gunpoint. So we go to Paul's house. Eve and Constantine show up. They find Carolyn with a gun on Paul. Uh, Paul is trying to maintain his cover, which is so blown out of the water at this point, but it is adorable to watch. He's like, what's his face? Uh, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor in Mm. uh, every Superman that he was in. Um, (laughs) Go back and watch those movies and it'll hit, I promise. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But he's basically like, no, don't you understand? I was was testing you. I was, yeah, Superman, I was testing you. That's what was happening. Um, So that's what Paul's doing throughout this entire uh, scene. They're not buying it. They're not buying it one bit. And yeah, Villanelle uh, shows up as like, well, this is something new. And then Eve and Villanelle are just kind of talking to each other. What's up? Carolyn makes them sit down. If you two are going to be here, have a sit. Paul says that he's been investigating Constantine and stealing from the, because uh, he's been stealing from the 12. Uh, and Constantine's like, what? No, Wait, no, me, you're the 12. investigating the 12 you're the 12 i'm not the 12 he's the 12 eve asks if he ordered dasha to kill nico uh constantine says that dasha is dead so there's that out there why did you kill my son he plays dumb but says that he can explain Uh, this this is carolyn talking to constantine uh, we were, we, uh, well, here, okay. You see what, what, what had happened was, <laughs> we, <laughs> what happened? Just tell us. So see, what, what, what had happened was we were on the rooftop and, you know, I was trying to warn him and say, you know, this or that, the other thing, he just kept stepping backwards and then he fell off. Lame. Bogus. Um, Such bullshit. Yeah. That made me so angry. Yeah. It's all, do you think he was trying to protect somebody? Do you think? Go on. Do you, do you We're think, listening. Do you think after Kenny went up to the rooftop with Constantine that Geraldine appeared and pushed her brother <laughs> off the roof so How that she could awesome get more attention from her mommy and it backfired? 
Yes. <laughs> Man. I really did think Geraldine, I was hoping, not hoping, but I was like, just to give her a reason to be there, I was like, maybe she killed Kitty. Oh, you man. were hoping. You were she... hoping. You can be honest with us, Tia. <laughs> it's like uh, like Euron showing up and killing uh, Balon Greyjoy on the uh, the bridge. Go oh. back and watch Game mm. of Thrones. So I have to watch. I have to watch Home Alone again. I have to watch Superman and what and season that is think, on Game of Thrones? I think that is season seven. Of okay. Game of Thrones, where you're on first uh, shows up. Uh, anywho, back to this podcast. Yeah, so I think Villanelle says he doesn't kill people. He has other people do it. Um, Constantine says that Paul ordered him to deal with Kenny. He tells that possible lie, possible truth about him being just kind of backing up. And he's like, no, you've got to believe me. I would never do that to someone I want. Don't say it loved loved, and carolyn makes him get on his knees and why does it always get on your knees with with tv shows and movies i get i think because you're more vulnerable that way yeah people aren't walking around on their knees he wasn't walking around at all (laughs) what he wasn't walking around at all it's just like a power play it's just like such like a I'm bigger than you. You have to listen to me. And now you have to be submissive. Right. I think it's like ultimate, the ultimate um, surrender. (gasps) Which is very interesting because people expect people to get on their knees for uh, proposals. Oh my God. I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) Why else are people on their knees? (laughs) Are we back to this? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. They kind of surrender, like, all right. Yes, we back I to the mean. handies. <laughs> <laughs> Have y'all ever thought on accident that you were being proposed to? Like someone like kneeled near you and you thought they were proposing? All nope. the time. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me neither. Never anyway. <laughs> What's a proposal? <laughs> um, all right, cool. Just Just wanted to know. Yeah, I don't. I guess, you know, he's, he's, he's there. I, I don't know that if I was killing someone that I would make them get on their knees. I Even if just, they were on like your nice couch? I think if you are, if, you're, if, if it's for the purpose of, well, first of all, that's Paul's house, so I wouldn't give a shit. Um, but if, if they were in my apartment, then yeah, maybe I'll make them get off the couch unless I was already thinking about getting a new one. Um, then I might just uh, do it there. Um, but if I was going to kill someone and they were at my apartment i've probably given it some thought um so lay down some tarp or something yeah some dexter drop cloths yeah yeah and it's also just a part of the build-up for us to wonder you know because she i mean obviously she ends up killing paul he's on the couch he's just sitting there like well i guess i'm in the clear let's see what happens <laughs> Um, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's this dramatic thing we see. I'm so curious. I would love to hear what y'all think about Villanelle just being like, just watching almost like excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She she has some popcorn. Yeah. But there's just that buildup. And then, yeah, she just ends up shooting Paul who was not, you know, on his knees. So yeah, I think it was just more for the story build. Yeah. All right. Do this, do that. Mm. Okay. We get it. It was, I will say it was interesting to me that, Constantine was yelling for Villanelle to help 
Then no, I'll do something. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was me. That was intense. It's yeah. not a Duma. Get the chat. We're going to play a game called Kujo Daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Villanelle didn't do anything. Didn't seem like she even flinched. Yeah. Yeah. He's not family. Uh as, which is what she says. Um that was family. Yeah. And Villanelle was kind of squirming, but loving it. Um, and Phil, or, uh, Constantine, I do love at one point where he's like, hey, why just me, though? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, hey, he's in this, too, you know, like fucking yeah. he's like, if I'm going down, you're fucking taking him with me. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, she turns. She does that whips around and shoots Paul. Boom. Right in the head. Clear. And, or Eve is like, what? Why'd you do that? What'd you oh, do that geez. for? He was, he was the twelve. He was the person we needed. He had all the information. Why? Now we've got, now we've got nothing. Kind of back to square one. Um, over, I guess also she lets Constantine go. Um, which was, I, I kill him, kill him. Take some chances, killing Eve. Oh. <laughs> Playing it so safe. Yeah. yeah. Also, I will say Eve shouldn't have said a damn thing because she is crushing on the assassin. You know, she's crushing on someone who killed Bill and, yeah. you know, all these things. And so for her to be like, hey, you know, you had some mercy on, you know, yeah. or not mercy, but, you know, you, right. she was upset at Carolyn's decision and letting Constantine go and all that. But I just want to be like, girl, please, like, let Carolyn live her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shoots Paul right in the head says, it should have been you, um, and go before I change my mind. And he, he turns around and says to Villanelle, are you coming? No, you're not family. So there's that. Uh, he had a heart attack right there. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, Carolyn says she is responsible for, Ka- for Kenny's death. Mm. Which, yeah. yeah. Not wrong. Yeah, not wrong, but also... Not right, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that, I guess. <laughs> he chose that line of work. Yeah. Um, Boo. He chose to keep looking into things. Uh, like Carolyn says in a previous episode, something along the lines of, um, Mo is different. He was in this. He knew the risks. Kenny Kenny did did not. I think Kenny did. Kenny's a big boy. I think he yeah. knew what the, what the risks of things were. Not that it makes it right, yeah. But still, well, he told you what the risks were. Yeah, he put that, what is it, uh, that message on the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. So, if he, you know, he did that because he knew it was dangerous. So, oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Carolyn says she is responsible for Kenny's death. Uh, says um, Eve needs to let, let go. Uh, says one, I've come to learn that one cannot destroy the twelve. Um, he's like, I know it. She knows it. They all know it. You need to get it through your head. Um, maybe it's time you went cold turkey. And Bill knows like, I like turkey. <laughs> I, li- I like, I like turtles. Um, don't you, <laughs> and she, uh, Eve leaves and she says, well, no, don't you just want to trot along after her? Um, and then she calls in Paul's quote unquote suicide. Yeah. Which I can't imagine MI6 is going to look at this situation and rule it as suicide. Like, who, 
points their the gun right. like at their head. Like anybody, any ballistics expert is going to come into this uh, and knock that out of the out of um, consideration. Uh, suicide. Yeah, and like Carolyn, like shot a vase. There's like a broken vase. Yeah, you know, like she. I Again, she had to prove herself as a woman. You know, they're like, you yeah. don't even know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, I guess I have to show y'all that I know how to shoot a gun. I mean, hello. Right. Ugh. And someone in her line of work, 100% would know how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like she's works at a Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, Because they also know. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, also, it almost would have been more powerful if she didn't have that tension broken of showing yeah. that she can she can do this um, right and just saying like okay well i guess we'll find out won't we right i guess we'll uh, see won't we yeah and then she p- turns and shoots paul in the head and then constantine is like oh well i guess you do know she, how to shoot the gun huh? she can shoot the gun <laughs> <laughs> yeah Come that's on. a good laugh <laughs> <laughs> all right so wrapping things up uh with this episode so we're in the streets eve is running away and uh, she stops on a bridge. Villanelle is kind of running after her, catches up. And then we hear, hey now, hey now, don't dream it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, I killed Dasha. No, I killed Dasha. Well, I guess we both killed Dasha. Um, and isn't that romantic? And Eve says, you know, only we would think that this is romantic. Um, and Villanelle uh, says that she wants out, uh, which we've kind of known. Um, and she's watching the passersby. Um, I used to be like them. Or Eve is watching the passersby saying, I used to be like them. And Villanelle says, what, badly dressed? Um, you, were, <laughs> you were never like them. And she's like, I was. I had a house. I had a husband. I had a chicken. Um, chicken. Remember that chicken? Yeah, I remember the chicken. Um, I had a husband, I had a house, I had a chicken. And when I picture my future, I just see your face over uh, and over. It's a beautiful oh face. God. It's a beautiful face. I'm just saying. Beautiful face. Um, it's a beautiful <laughs> face, Barry. Um, yeah. So, Tia, you got thoughts on this moment? Well, it was There's like, more to it, but what, what do you, oh, you got to get Oh, for sure. Off? Yeah. No, I think it, it was just... The tone of this scene, again, beautifully shot, but the tone just didn't feel like killing Eve, you know, just all yeah. of a sudden it was like, I can't imagine, it reminded me, what was it from uh, Dirty Dancing, um, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze, yeah. uh, but it was like, you know, only thing I feel the way I feel when I'm with you, it was yeah. like, this thing, <laughs> you know, I can't imagine, the- and again, we're getting all this like, I always get the last dance. <laughs> We get like all this romance, and again, like they haven't kissed, made out. I mean, they have kissed, but that was weird. But I just feel like there hasn't been enough. We haven't seen enough for it to all of a sudden be like, I can't live my life without you. I don't know. I just felt it felt like a totally different show. I don't know. Yeah, even like on their own, we don't get that. Like, because obviously they didn't spend a ton of time together this season. But even on their own, there wasn't a lot of like self-exploration to get to that conclusion like i don't know i don't feel like that ever materialized for the audience yeah Um, so again that didn't feel earned that moment didn't feel earned at all yeah 
Um, so just to go through the rest of the moments within this episode uh, or this, this scene, um, I think Villanelle asks Eve, did I ruin your life? Do you think I'm a monster? Uh, and she says, Eve says, you're so many things. I think, we all, I think we all have monsters inside of us. Just most people keep them hidden. Villanelle Blech. says, my monster encourages your monster. Help me make it stop. Um, yeah, and she says, if that's what you want, it's simple. Stand up straight, back to back. Now walk and don't look back. They walk. They both kind of look back. I think Eve is the first to kind of look back and waits for that, wait for that look back. Uh, and then Villanelle does look back and then they, they cut there. And then we hear Johnny Jewel featuring Sasha Ronan. Sasha Ronan. Sasha Ronan. And the episode ends. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Tia. I don't think that this felt like a Killing Eve moment, this, this scene. And I'm, I'm okay with that. But this did kind of stand out as almost as if the, this episode was pieced together uh, from other points of view. Uh, other directors, like, what is that? Uh, what's that? Exquisite Corpse kind of, kind of thing? Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Where yeah. you have different writers taking their chance, like writing each episode and each, each moment um, scene by scene. So this episode and this season overall kind of felt like it was a multi-person. Like there were too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, mm-hmm. And this, this scene kind of plays, yeah, too many cooks. Yeah. <laughs> I am hoping for uh, that that last scene was an Easter egg for us all. Um, where did the, where was the last scene, y'all? Where did it take place? On a what? A bridge. Bridge. Oh. Maybe Phoebe Waller Bridge is coming back to write season four. <laughs> I think you are super optimistic um, <laughs> and uh, a conspiracy theorist. Um, bring Phoebe back. Hashtag yeah. bring Phoebe back. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, we'll we'll have so much more to say about the season overall. Um, but it is my least favorite season of the of the three. I'm confident saying that before mm-hmm. we get to get to that episode. Uh, and it was a disappointing episode, a disappointing season finale. Um, yeah. I did like this moment, though. I'll be honest. I did like this scene, even though it kind of felt a little out of place. I did like this scene. I did like that it didn't end up the way, you know, one person shooting the other, uh, the way season one ended, the way season two ended, and it ended with them recognizing and re- and just kind of almost admitting to themselves, like, they do need each other. They're not going to walk away from each other. This is not the end for for them. Um, so I think there is definitely meaning to be pulled from, from this scene. And I think that it was, I, I do think that it kind of ended a season, a rather scattered season in a pretty good way. Well, it's what we've been wanting to happen, but it's almost like we didn't really like how it happened. (laughs) Like, it's like, I mean, it's what we want. It's like, everyone's been like, even Villanelle, we want to see you together and we want you to, you know, be in a relationship or choose each other, have these, you know, Eve, we need you to be honest with how you're feeling, which she did. But then it, the way it happened was like, "Mm, it would have been nice to, be, again, we didn't have a peek into Eve's mindset at yeah. all either. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited for season four. I'm glad they, ch- I'm looking forward to what it's going to look like. Cause Eve's going a little bit more dark. Villanelle's going a little bit more light and I guess they'll rent an apartment together. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all I'm, my big hope for season four is that they finally start being together versus like this cat and mouse thing that's, that has existed since the beginning to some extent. It's like, let's finally see them as like a duo as a pair and see, you know, how things progress with that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, it has you, to be that way. We had, I mean, you bring up a, a, a good point. Uh, we want to see them together. <clears throat> if we expand that we to the scene that we had earlier where you had Eve, Villanelle, Constantine, um, not we'll, we'll throw Paul, yeah, Carolyn out, or, uh, Paul out, we'll, we have Carolyn in there. Uh, we have this almost super team that is forming and it was almost as if like, we are, we're all in this, we're going to uh, take, out, take out the 12, but instead Constantine runs off, Paul gets killed, Villanelle and Eve are kind of like seen walking off into the distance uh, separate ways and saying like, we're going to get the 12, right? No, can't do it. Not going to happen. Give it up. It's done. Finished. Yeah. Maybe next step or next season, we do see some kind of team up Um, or it'll be interesting if like they just completely get rid of this whole idea of the 12, which at this point, I'm okay with that because they're not doing anything with it. Right. And I'm surprised. I really thought Elaine was going to be in the finale. Elaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I guess she's just waiting. She's calling Rianne's phone and <laughs> yeah. it's going to voicemail. Yeah. Looking at her. She still wears a watch, I'm sure. So like looking like, oh, come on. Taps it. What is she? Where is this thing working? Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> Playing with her armor. And weaponry. (laughs) Trying on suits of armor, walking around the house. Killing time, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's just do some quick winners and losers and get out of here. Tia, let's do do winners first. Okay. Um, Do you want me to share both if my winner and loser is the same? I would say if it's the same, sure. Okay. So my winner and loser for this episode is Carolyn. Mm. Um, So Carolyn's winner because uh she was just such a badass this episode she uh she kept her calm with villanelle with eve she managed to get paul and constantine on the couch uh you know she outed you know paul was a traitor all these things really preserved her energy which is something i appreciate these days and um and also uh signed uh geraldine's (laughs) uh eviction notice uh (laughs) to get out um right now it's the end of you and me okay and then um but carolyn is also uh so can i do the why she's a loser mike or should i wait uh go ahead yeah go ahead go ahead okay i'll allow it thank you uh i was gonna say vault vault lock master (laughs) anyway uh loser is carolyn because i feel like she's completely she's still not completely at peace about what happened to kenny Kenny's murder, if he's really been vindicated. And she's also a loser because when she goes home, Geraldine might still be there. Yeah. He did suggest it, remember? Yeah. Like, I don't, I think Geraldine's going to be having yeah. that suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still yeah. here, mother. Yeah. 
She's writing a new letter. Exactly. Part two. Uh, Andrew. Uh, my winner is uh, the season four writers. Patients uh, <laughs> are now solo that they yeah. can just, I think season four just has to be all fun and games. Like it's a season to prove that they deserve to be there and it could be a really fun storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Kelly. Yeah. So I know earlier I said that uh, Villanelle's coat, the Albert Hall coat was going to be my winner. Um, I think I'm going to change it to the horses names. <laughs> I think the list of horses names is my winner for this episode. Um, the writers seem to have had a lot of fun with that. And um, I think some of them are pretty damn good. <laughs> okay. All right. No shadow facts, but. I mean, it. there can't just be a shadow facts. There's one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my winner is Constantine because he lives to do whatever he's going to do another day. Um, he, should, he should be dead several times this season and is spared by Carolyn for some reason, probably because it'll come out that he really didn't, what he described, the, event, the events he described probably didn't happen the way that they happened. Mm-hmm. But our speculating will be for our season four locks. All right. Uh, losers, Kelly. Ooh. Oh, man, this is so, so tough. Um, I'll go with, I guess, a pretty obvious one, um, Rianne. Um, it sucks that she didn't put up any kind of a fight. It sucks that she was, like, built up to be this super badass and <laughs> yeah. the character wasn't given anything. And it sucks to die by train. Kill. Yeah. <laughs> so what, how do you think this one did it? Looks like a death by a train. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! It's like, well, she is... I love it's like, why are we speculating that she's in the railway thing? Yeah. Um, Like, that's a dead giveaway. But yeah, that was just, again, underwhelming. What an underwhelming way for that character to die. Yeah. Uh, Maybe she just wasn't a bad... Like, she got beat so bad. Uh, how bad did she get beat? Uh, she got beat so bad. So bad. <laughs> yeah. Do I uh, play that game now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I have to imagine there was a discussion where Helen was like, uh, Rian, I need you to do me a favor, love. Uh, could you go down and threaten Villanelle and tell her that I want to see her? And, and Rian's just like, uh, I, um, yeah, I got to yeah. pick up my, my brother from school. I, I'm just really like I'm, I'm real busy. Oh, I wish yeah. I could. Um, no, go do it. And then that's maybe she just knew that she just was not up to snuff on this particular case. Yep. Shane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Andrew. Loser. Uh, I'm gonna echo Tia's with Carolyn. I. She just. This is her breaking point. She's lost her son who was the only person she's ever truly loved and she pushed out her only remaining family member because she's awful yeah uh she's just so low right now yeah uh i'm gonna go with my loser is bruce fletcher um (laughs) because 
I don't think he's going to have that uh, position for much longer. Um, sure. If if word gets around that he allowed Eve to get Constantine's things, um, that he gave away that, uh, what do you call those? Russian nesting dolls, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the nesting dolls with the barcode that opens up the other safe or whatever uh, with all the money that he's been stealing, uh, then it's going to be a little bit of a problem for Bruce Fletcher. Yeah, Constantine's sure. going to leave a low Yelp review. Uh, yeah yeah two stars i was gonna say two stars yeah (laughs) all right uh so that is it for season eight or season eight no season eight season three yeah Yeah. wow Uh, that is that is it for season three of killing eve uh and eavesdropping um although we do have our episode we're going to record on the 15th so if you have any thoughts or questions on the season overall and how you felt things went, uh, then you can either tweet at us at watercooler, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R, or email us, eavesdropping at watercooler.com. We will also do, in that episode, we'll take a look, we'll open up the vault and see where we, where the final, uh, what am I trying to say? (sighs) The final results of our Stone Cold, (laughs) of our Stone Cold Lock competition. And um, it's not looking good for me. Just going to say it. Yeah. Uh, See ya. Um, wait. And so is that going to be a live recording? Uh, I think the Evie Awards are going to be the live recording. So we Sweet. will announce when the Evie Awards are going to be in the next episode where we will also announce the contest winner, nice. the, the Stone Cold Locks panelist winner um and we'll probably rehash some of the things we talked about tonight from the larger context of the entire season so that's it um sweet all right well thank you all uh of course thank you tia thank you kelly thank you andrew thank you whitney from afar and thank you all for listening bye 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 Traveling with